Y'all go make somebody feel welcome this morning. I know we're packed in here, but make them feel important this morning. Come on. If they won't come to you, you go to them. We breaking it out in here. The walls are coming down next week. So praise God, we're going to have more room. Amen. But for now, go to them and welcome them to our Come church. On. Got a lot of visitors today. Make sure y'all make somebody feel welcome. Tell me who can be against me. Come on. Walk by faith. He stayed by faith. To live by faith. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in the Caney Creek Cowboy Church, the best church in the world. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you. Oh, I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you. Come on, give the band a big round of applause, guys. Amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. If you'll make your way back to your seats, I'm going to make a couple of announcements real quick. Amen. Morning. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Grab your seats. Grab your seats. Praise God this morning. Let's pray. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Every head bowed. Grab your seat. Grab your seat. Grab your seat. If somebody's in the way, just push them out the way. Unless it's a mother, then we're going to whoop you if you do that. Can I say this before I pray? If you make your wife go home and cook after church today, me and Todd decided we'd have a whooping party after church tonight and come whoop y'all. So don't do that, Kenny Beavers, to Miss Shelly. You better go buy her something to eat, cowboy. Amen. Ladies, did you love your rose that the church got for you this morning? And that candy is the finest candy that money can buy. But we didn't have to buy it. It was donated to us. It was left on a truck. It was left on a truck at, 
one of our brothers that he does some trucking and uh, they donated it to the church. I think we have like 8,000 pieces of candy there. But that is the best candy you'll ever eat, I promise you. So we wanted to just honor our mothers today. Would you give them a big round of applause again? Amen. Also, also, guys, before we pray and take up our offering this morning, I would just like to thank everyone who come and helped us yesterday start the construction and breaking out our building. One of, the, one of the guys apologized to me this morning. They said, Brother Mark, I'm sorry we couldn't be here yesterday. We had a prior engagement. Well, I'm not going to mention no names because nobody needs any glory for anything they do. We need to give God all the glory for everything we do. Amen. Who believes that? Say amen. I said, who believes that? Say amen. But one of the men, he came and he said, Brother Mark, I'm sorry that I, I wasn't able to help yesterday. We had made other plans. And I said, you know what, brother? You help during the week. You help all the time. I said, I understand that. I said, I want everyone in this church, say everyone. Say everyone. I want everyone in this church to be able to look back 10 years from now and say, I helped build that church. I put my hands on that church. I gave my time, I gave my talent, and I gave my treasures. I helped pay for that church to be built by giving back to God because he gave me so much. So 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 30 years from now, when, when Dalton and Justin are the pastors of this church, just laying claim over your life. Hey, look at me. Don't go all dizzy on me. Hey, Justin, how are you this morning? It's going to be really bad for you in just a minute. Y'all go give your mama a hug this morning. Get up. Go give your mama a hug. Get up. Go give your mama a hug. You're not too big for a whooping either, boy. I promise you that. Joe. Pull your belt off. Pull your belt off. Amen. How about the mother of our church this morning, Miss Mary? What an honor and a privilege it is to get to share my life with you. Happy Mother's Day. And I was thinking about it. Uh, I called my favorite Catholic in the world, Miss Macluso, yesterday. And I said, Miss Mac Luso, you going to go over there and be with them priests or you going to come over here and be with me tomorrow? I give her the blues and she gives me the blues. She said, I'm coming to church with you, Pastor Mark. I'm spending the day with my two favorite sons, Benny and you. Just broke my heart. It meant so much to me for you to say that. Oh, you were with the priest last night. He got you first. Lord, help me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, it's not about religion. Amen. Hallelujah. We receive that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. What an honor and a privilege it is to have all the mothers in the house of God this morning. 
one another lady hugged me this past week, and I'm not going to say her name because her son is here this morning. I want to make him feel bad. But she said, if I could have picked a son, it had been you. And I said, if I could have picked a mother, it would have been you. We can't pick our mothers. God picks them for us. And we thank God for our mothers today. So let's stand as we take up our offering. And I would say it is good to be in the house of the Lord today. Because if you look in this building today, if you look in this building today, you see a lot of mothers who've never been here before. Because their children have changed their lives. They are now in the house of God together. And for that, he gets the glory. Come on, somebody. I said he gets the glory. So let's give back to God with love today. We have a lot of work. We want to see moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas come to know Jesus through our outreach efforts. So it's our time that we give back to God what we do out of love. Lord, we thank you for our offering today. Father, what we collect in here, Father, will just go to just change people's lives, Lord. Father, I knew that Jesus understood that principle of giving because he had built a church on Peter. And Peter had to go around and tell people about the gospel. He had to go around from town to town where they would reject him and hate him and stone him and put him in, put him in jail and mock him. But he had to get there. And because people give, we can get the message out there, no matter how hard it is. When a somebody receives it, and when somebody understands it, that Jesus loved them and died for them on the cross, it's worth every dime we give. We can't put no limits on what God is doing in our church. And Lord, we need help. We need help from our brothers and sisters. So out of love today, love for Jesus, you give. Because he's gave us so much. Who believes that he gave us so much? Let's give back this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Sorry, just a minute, Granny. I, too, am very thankful for today. And I stand here before you unashamedly and unapologetically. I'm a mama's boy. And... Uh, I loved my mama, and, and I miss her. And, uh, but uh, I'm thankful for so much that she gave, that she gave me and gave, and gave our family. She was the strongest person I've ever met of faith, character, and backbone. She gave me my love of music, and uh, she did so much for us. But she raised us and taught us, uh, not, just in, not just in talk, but in, but in her life, that every one of us have a purpose. And that goes for everybody in here. Not just us, because we happen to be in this season standing on the stage in front of you, but every single person in this room has a specific purpose that only you can fill. Nobody else can fulfill your purpose in building the kingdom. And I'm so thankful that she instilled that in us. And uh, so we want to do this song for Mama.
Praise God this morning. Give the band a big Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. I want to play a video for you guys uh, this morning. Uh, it kind of goes on the lines of what I said. You never know what a mom sees and how she loves. You can't really understand. I'm a dad of two boys, and uh, sometimes the role of a dad, his heart gets stretched way out there. But a mama, their heart can endure so much. And I'm thankful that I have a Christian mother to raise my kids. But there's so much that these kids go through, dads and moms, that we don't even understand how you do it. So this video kind of explains how you do it. So would you kill all these lights? Go ahead, guys. Turn it up a little. Are you guys sure you got this? Yeah. The twins are plugged in. Baby's asleep. How hard can this get? We're men. Besides, I bumped into Chuck Norris at a Pizza Hut once. I think his powers rubbed off on me. Get out of here. Go on, enjoy your mommy getaway weekend. Oh, this weekend was a bad idea. You remember what happened last time we watched the kids? I'm not a pinata! <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need help. of this product may alter your perception of reality? All right, everything looks the same. This is a joke. Guys, guys. Guys, it's like the Sahara in this cup. Can somebody hit me with some juice? <laughs> and listen, pulp, no pulp, doesn't make a difference to me. You're the ones dealing with the diaper. Mom goggles. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I need you to sit on your bottom. Listen to Daddy. You sit on your bottom, okay? Daddy's gonna come get you. Don't move. Don't dance. Just sit on your bottom. Daddy's gonna come get you.
whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you try to stop me. Baby made a poopy, yes you did, bitch. Where are your mom goggles? They wouldn't fit over my hazmat suit. Take that. Oh, oh. You're so cute, bitch. And then the little boy <laughs> rocked his mommy. Oh, I love you. Forever. I like you, too. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Oh, well you take it and you fold it from corner to corner. No, I'm, I'm asking the question, how do moms do all of this? How do they handle it all? Well, maybe they have goggles we don't know about. It's as if God gave moms a special way of looking at things, you know? Okay, who taught you servanthood? Who modeled grace? Who gave you a taste of what God's love could look like? My mom, Mr. T, and my mom. Anyway, I, I just think God gave moms a special way of looking at things. Hey, honey. Hey, how's it going at home? It's all good. Guess you could say I'm starting to catch a glimpse of what your world looks like. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Mama. Hold on, your daughter wants to say something to you. I did mama. She says she misses you. And she realizes how important you are in her life. And she doesn't know how you do it. And she knows that she can't make it without you. She said all that, huh? I don't know if she said it. But it's what I wanted to say. And I should have said it a lot sooner. I thank God for you. The twins. Um, it, it was nothing. We, we have to go, okay? Um, lo love you, Mommy. Praise God, amen. amen. <laughs> I believe that moms do have a special way of looking at things, amen. God is good. If we hit them lights, turn them lights back on, brother, God is good. Mother's Day has been one of those that are really hard for me to preach. I, uh, I told God when he called me to preach that I would be brutally honest with people. And I have been brutally honest in a loving and caring type of way for the 10 years that I've been preaching. I'll be at this church eight years in a few months. And, uh, but when Mother's Day rolls around, it's not the service that I want to do. Guys, we'll visit in just a minute. It's not the service that I want to do. It's, it, it's one of those things that I wish I could get out of. I wish I could call in a great preacher to preach a great Mother's Day message for you guys. Because when it comes to talking about my mother on Mother's Day, it's a hard thing for me to do. 
I've been saying that behind the pulpit because I can't find nobody to do this on Mother's Day. I think God wants me to keep preaching the way I'm supposed to on Mother's Day. I told God when he wanted me to preach the word of God that I would be brutally honest. I wasn't going to give up a Sunday and stand before people and tell them that I had the best childhood. My life was all peachy king. I told the Lord if they wanted me, they'd get the real me. The hurt, the pain, the messed up life that I had as a child. Mother's Day is hard for me to preach because my mother was not a godly mother. If you got a godly mother today, you ought to praise God for it. And if you don't, you ought to start praying for her right now. To her, I was an inconvenience. To my mother, I was just an inconvenience. Something that she had to do. No love, no affection. Can I say this to you? I never went to the doctor until I was an adult. I never went to the dentist until I was an adult. I never had no hugs or no kisses by my mother. Every day of my life was that way. What I got from my mother, listen to me, what I got from my mother was lies, deceit, gossip, and slander. You know, if I did something wrong, she would get on the phone and call all her girlfriends and tell them what a heathen I was, what a little devil I was, what a mistake I was. I believed that lie for a lot of years until I met Jesus. I believed that lie for the most of my life till I met Jesus. And he said, I don't make mistakes. People make mistakes. Your mama made some mistakes, but I don't make mistakes. I can't stand up here and tell you that I worship the ground my mother walked on because I didn't. So when I have people like Todd in my life, like Brother Benny in my life, like Miss Vicky in my life, like some of you in my life that love their mother to death, I envy that. Me and my wife talk about it a lot, about my boys. Will they grow up? Will they go away? Will they not come back? We have a tight-knit family. I don't care how old you get. Love your mama. Go see your mama. Talk to your mama. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching better than you're letting on. I ain't going to stand up here and tell you that I worshiped the ground my mother walked on because I didn't. You say, Brother Mark, well, that was your mother. You got to love her anyway. Well, I didn't for a long time. I understand what you're saying, but you don't understand what I had to endure. God got a hold of me and Mary, got a hold of my family, and changed everything. The first message I was ever asked to preach was in the First United Methodist Church in Abbott, Texas. The first message I ever preached that I ever gave was on forgiveness. I told God if he was going to call me to preach, I wouldn't go and lie to people. I wouldn't go and tell them things that weren't true. So the first message that I ever preached at First United Methodist Church in Abbott, Texas was on forgiveness. I stood before that congregation of 30 or 40 or 50 people 10 years ago. And I was standing there preaching, and all of a sudden the love of God came over me, Jimmy. And I forgave my mama that day. 
for everything that I had to endure. Hey, listen to me. I was doing an altar call, but I think I was the one that God was calling to the altar that day. All that I endured, all the hardship, all the pain, everything, all the struggles. That day I read to that congregation, Matthew 6, 14. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. I started looking at all the things my mom had done wrong. And then I said, you know what? I need to quit looking at all the things she's done wrong and take a good look in the mirror of all the things that I've done wrong. There comes a time, brothers and sisters, where you got to stop making excuses for what your parents did. you got to take ownership of your life. I knew standing back behind that pulpit that day that God was calling me to the altar, telling me to look at myself. That day I not only forgave her, I said, God, let me love her with your eyes. No matter what she did from that day, I began to love her. I began to love her. I began to build a relationship with her. I tried my dangest. I wasn't getting nowhere fast. She come down with colon cancer. She had slipped and fell. She was only early, late 50s, early 60s. She had slipped and fell, and she had ruptured something inside. They had rushed her to the emergency room. You know, she never left the hospital ever again. They took her from the hospital to a rehab center. She never got well. The cancer just kept spreading. We would go down, me and Mary and Justin and Dalton, we'd go down and we'd talk to her. We'd say hi and we'd try to, to, to say thanks to her. And she'd be happy to see us and, and then she would get to grumbling or complaining about this or the nurses or the doctors or nothing. She just had no love. Mom, if you don't have any love, please find Jesus. Dads, the same thing goes for you. If you don't have no love, please find Jesus because God is love. Who believes that today, that God is love? I'll never forget Mary taking a Bible to her. We gave her a Bible in that nursing home that they were taking care of her. I got the phone call that she was about to die. Two days prior, before she died, I jumped in my truck. I was right here in this church. I got down on my knees at that altar, and I said, God, let me walk in there and tell mama that you love her. Put the words in my mouth that would convince her that you're real. They said, you need to come quick. We don't think she's going to make it throughout the day. Well, I drove as fast as I could to Waco, Texas. I pulled up sideways at that nursing home, and I jumped out, and I ran in, and, and, and she seemed to be in a good mood. She seemed to be in a great spirit. I remember that day like it was yesterday. And, and my sisters were there. My brothers, my stepbrothers were there. My stepdad was there. There was family members, aunts and uncles there. I walked into that room and she seemed like she was in a great, great mood. I'm going to tell you what I did. I said, everybody needs to leave this room. And my stepdad got offended. What do you want? What do you want with her? I said, I just need some time with my mama. I said, would everybody give me 15, 20 minutes? They didn't want to, but they know I'm half crazy too. <laughs> I said, y'all need to get out because I need some time with my mama. 
Everybody left that room. I knelt down beside her bed. And I said, Mama, look at me. The cancer had taken over her bottom, so she was laying on her stomach, and her head was turned to the side. I said, Mama, do you understand me? And she said, yes, son, I understand you. I'm all right. I said, well, they called me down here and said, it's not looking good. She said, I'll be fine. I said, Mama, you'll be fine if you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. I said, look at me, Mama. Do you believe in Jesus? She said, yeah, I went to church when I was a kid. I said, it don't matter if you went to church when you were a kid. I said, do you believe in Jesus? I said, Mama, would you pray the prayer of salvation with me? She said, I will. I said, Mama, but you got to believe it. And I led her through the prayer of salvation. And I heard the first things I ever heard out of my mama that made good sense to me. It was the words, I love you. She prayed. She asked Jesus to come into our heart. And the next words out of her mouth were, I love you. I knew that if God could do that to her, he could do that to anybody. Everything seemed to be getting better that day. And I stayed as long as I could. And there had been some false alarms before. I drove back home and I told Mary what I'd done. And told her, I think Mama's going to make it to heaven. Two days later, they called me. Something's happening up there, brother. Two days later, they called me. And they said, you need to come right away. They're giving her hours. Me and Mary and the boys, we jumped in the car and we drove down there as fast as we could. And I got there and she had already just passed. I wasn't there when she took her last breath. But I believe today that Jesus was there when she opened up her eyes in heaven. Why do you believe that, Brother Mark? Why do you believe that, Brother Mark? Because the Bible says if you believe with all your heart and you call on the Lord, you shall be saved. I believe that she's saved. I believe she's home. I believe she's in heaven. So when Mother's Day rolled around this year, I was having my moments with God. And I said, God, just let me know that my mom is there. And I think he confirmed that when I called Miss McLuso and when another lady had told me that if she could have picked me as a son. It was like my mama saying, I'm proud of you and that I love you. You know, there have been so many mothers to me in this church. I think it's God's reward to me for the hell that I went through as a child. I think it's God's reward to me for being faithful. And Mary is one of those rewards to me from God. And my boys are so dang lucky it ain't even funny. 
And when you try to take her for granted, and when you, you just kids, and she loves you, and she got those goggles on, but sometimes I just want to, sometimes, I want to tell them boys they're lucky. I want to tell you today you're lucky too if your mom's in this church. For if I forgive men, Matthew 6, 14, for if I forgive men when they sin against your heavenly Father, for when you sin against your heavenly Father, he will forgive you. Jesus knew the importance of a mother. I want to say this to you today. So do I. So do I. Jesus knew the importance of a mother. And that's why he took care of his own mother when he was dying on the cross. Turn there with me to John. Got my Bible? John 19, 26. I'm done. Mary witnessed the crucifixion from the foot of the cross. Jesus turns to John and says, take care of her. This is your mother now. John lived a long life. And I believe it was because he had to take care of Mary until she went to heaven. Jesus on the cross, bearing the weight of our sins, the sins of the whole world on his shoulders. But he wanted to take care of his mother. Can I say this to you today? You cannot be willingly wrong with your mother and right with Jesus Christ. I couldn't be the pastor that I am today if I didn't make peace with my mother. John 19, 26 says this. When Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciples, he loved, he said to her, Woman, he is your son. And he said to the disciple, she is your mother. And from then on, the disciple took her into his home and took care of her. There's some things a mother needs. I'm done. Listen to me. There's some things a mother needs from us. Boys, y'all listening? You need to love her verbally. Can I say this to you? You need to tell her that you love her. You need to tell her that you love her because she may not always be around. All those times you cussed her behind her back, all those times you didn't like what she did, all those times she stood in the gap and prayed for you when you were headed down the wrong road, you need to wake up today and verbally tell your mother that you love her. Because she never stopped loving you. Never stopped loving That boyfriend, that ex-husband, those people, those friends, they stopped loving you, but mama never stopped loving you. So I don't care how old you are, you need to go to your mother and verbally tell her you love her. Does anybody agree with me? <laughs> I found this story. I want to read it to you. Uh, it, it's found in Dear Abby. Who remembers Dear Abby? It's a story from a husband. Husbands, 
Can I say this to you? If you have children, you as the man of the house are responsible for teaching your children. So if you tell mama you love her, the kids will tell her that you love her. If you show mama you love her, the kids will show mama that they love her. Here's a story from Dear Abby. I love this story. I enlisted shortly after Pearl Harbor. 36 days later, I was on my way to the Philippine Islands. En route to the Philippines, we fell off into Japan and then off to Australia. 11 days after we landed, I met the most beautiful girl in the world. On our first date, I told her that I was going to marry her. I did, 18 months later, while on a 10-day R&R leave from New Ghana. After more than 57 years of marriage and two children, my beloved Mary died five days after Christmas. Although we agreed that our ashes would be scattered over the mountains, I found I could not part with hers. My, while Mary was alive, she would be she would frequently say to me, you don't know how much I love you. And I replied, likewise, I never said to her, I love you back. Now her ashes sit on my dresser where I tell her several times a day how much I love her. But it's too late for her ears to hear. I could not bring myself to say these three words I knew she wanted to hear the most. As my dearest was dying, and we thought she was in a comatose, I told her, there aren't enough words to tell you how much I love you, baby. A few hours later, she whispered, not enough words, and she took her last breath. The reason I'm writing this is to urge all men and children to tell their mothers that they love them, to tell their wives that they love them. Missing Mary in Colorado, our spouses, our moms, they need to hear that we love them. We need to verbally tell them that we love them. Another way we love them is we love them physically. We put our arms around them. We show them. We give them a hug. I got this big king-sized bed at my house. And Mary likes to watch other movies. We watch uh, MMA fights and boxing and football and basketball. And Mary watches Lifetime. <laughs> I just can't seem to give her the remote. Pray for me. But she'll retreat to her big old king-sized bed, and she'll get all in there, and she's got a, a thousand pillows on that thing. Why a person needs any pillow? If you need a pillow, call me. I got 500 of them. <laughs> we had an argument over that this week. I had to get some new shams. What's a sham? For the pillows. We don't need that many pillows. <laughs> she retreated to the bedroom. And then one of the boys will go in there and climb in bed with her. Then another one will go and climb in bed. And I'll be all alone in the living room. <laughs> and they'll say, where did everybody go? And I'll go in there and I'll jump in amongst all of them. One of them's 20 and the other one's 17. They just love to hug her. They love to tell her that they love her. 
Yesterday on their own, I'll just brag on them for a minute. Yesterday on their own, my oldest went and got her flowers and a card, put a scripture in that card. My youngest went and got her a swing set so she could put it up on the porch and stay on the back and read her Bible. And he said to me, Daddy, this thing comes with a weight limit. Don't sit on it. <laughs> so with that, love her physically. Love her patiently. Moms need your patience. Touch three people and say, love your mama patiently. Mothers have an incredible job with no pay. No position in the world, in the business world, can, can, compares to the physical, emotional, spiritual commitment that she has as a mother. No occupation. She raises up at the break of day. She goes through all the tasks that she has to race through. She cooks, packs lunches, scrubs the kid's face, washes her dirty laundry. She, she, she does all this stuff, and somebody says that that is not an occupation. The worst thing you can do, don't ever make the mistake of asking a mother whether she works or does she stay home. It's like asking a woman if she's pregnant and you don't know for sure. You'll be making a mistake. Many ladies today also work outside the home and also have to do all the duties in the home. So love her patiently. Love her patiently. Hey, Dad, it's not always about you. Get up and do the dishes. Hey, Dad, 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 listen to me, Dad. Father's Day is around the corner. Help her out around the house. Go do something. My wife, she loves to take out the trash. Not really. She loves to feed all the dogs we got. Not really. We try to help her out as much as you can, but she's most of the time already got all those duties done. Love her patiently. Love her attentively. Let her know when she talks, shut up and listen. If she talks all the time, give her a minute to say what she's got to say. Tune an ear to her, James. I got a prayer request from her about you the other day. I was just telling you. <laughs> Pay me later. I'm not that expensive. Pay attention to her. Love her. Listen to her. Mary, sometimes all she wants is our undivided attention. Because the world pulls us in so many different directions. And if you don't stop and take a breath, touch people and say, stop and take a breath. You'll miss what she has to say. Love her gratefully. Listen to me, I'm done. Listen to me, I'm done. Love her grateful. Be grateful for her. Because God could take her home tomorrow. And you can never get her back. Mine and Mary's mama's both in heaven. Miss Ruby was more of a mama to me than my own mama. I got up on Friday morning and I said, I saw my wife in the floor 
and she was crying. I said, what do I do now? She said, well, I'm just missing Mama. You know, it's Mother's Day. She died this week, and it's her birthday all in the same week. Just missing Mama. Love her gratefully. Amen. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Love her honorably. Honor your mamas. Though my mama's not here for me to get to honor her, when I get to heaven, she's going to be the first person I look for. I'm going to put my arms around her. And I can't wait for that moment. I don't think you can be the same kind of person you are down here as you are in heaven. I think when we receive Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, something changes in a mama and a daddy, or even in children. Let me ask you today, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Mama, let me talk to you just a minute. Let's just pretend I'm your son. And I'm kneeling down beside you. And I'm looking in your eyes. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Be real quiet. Let's just pretend I'm your son. And I'm kneeling down beside you and I'm looking in your eyes. Mama, if you died today, would you go to heaven? If you say maybe, if you said I hope so, if you said I'm not sure, let's settle that this morning, Mama. Real quiet, everybody real quiet. It's good to have your children around. It's good to have your husband around. Let's settle that this morning, Mama. Pray with me right now. Just say, dear Jesus, come into my heart and save me. Mama, I'm talking to you right now. Just say, dear Mama, just say, dear Jesus, come into my heart and save me. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of all the mistakes that I've made. Let it go right now. He's forgiving you right now. Dear Jesus, please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart and live. Mama, you got to say that part. Come into my heart and live. Today I make you my Lord and Savior. Dear Jesus, you got to say this part too. Dear Jesus, I'm going to serve you from this day forward. Dear Jesus, I'm going to serve you from this day forward. Paul says it's not how we start our race. Mama, it's how we finish. My mama finished strong. She got off track along the way, but she finished strong. Say, dear Jesus, Mama, say this. Dear Jesus, come to my life and save me. Today I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that with me today, Mama, every head bowed, every eye closed, slip your hand up and let me see you. Oh, come on, Mama. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Stick your hand up. Go ahead. Praise God for you. Praise God for you. Praise God for you being brave. Thank God for you today. Keep raising your hand. Let me see you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Hallelujah, Mama. God bless you. Welcome to the family of God. Oh, it's been good to be in the house of the Lord. Mama, there's some things you have to do now. Got to make Jesus Lord of your life. 
fill out one of them green sheets. Let me talk to you one on one. And I want to talk to the dads right now. Dads, are you treating the mamas of your home with respect, with love, with kindness? Are you telling them? Are you showing them? If not, start today. Start today. You say, Brother Mark, I don't know how. I'll tell you how. You get right with God, and he'll tell you how. Right now, pray with me. Just say, Dear Jesus, I want to get right with you today. Forgive me of my sins. I want to be a godly husband, a godly husband to my wife. I want to be a godly father to my children. Pray with me right now. Say, I want to be a godly husband to my wife. I want to be a godly father to my children. Today, Lord, I give you my life. I rededicate myself to you today, Lord. Dad, let me see your hands. Slip them up if that's you. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We got some beautiful things going on. Thank you, Jesus. Dads, I want you to fill out one of them green sheets for you, Lee. I want to talk to you. I want to call you up. I want to visit with you. Children, let me talk to you now. Let me talk to you, kids. Don't take mama for granted. And don't take Jesus for granted. Give your heart to Jesus today and love your moms and your dads like you're supposed to. If you're here today, teenagers, young people, young adults, you've never prayed and asked Jesus into your heart, pray with me right now. Just say, dear Lord, come into my life and save me. Today I make you my personal Lord and Savior. I'm going to love you from this day forth. Forgive me of my sins, Lord. I want to love like you love. If you prayed that with me, let me see your hands, kids. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we got some good days coming ahead of us. Come on, somebody celebrate that fact. Give God a praise for all that's took in place. Every head bowed, every eye closed, but would you stand where you are? Would you stand right now? Everyone stand right now. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm going to let Brother Richard keep playing. Let's take a few minutes and come down to this altar if you need it. Play up, Richard. Come right now as you need this altar. Come on right now, come. Thank you, Jesus. Bring your mama down to the altars and tell her you love her. If you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my father. Maybe you need this altar. Come right now. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Come right now. Come right now. Hold oh, me, I'll go. Come right now. Yes, Father. I feel in my spirit this morning there's something that's supposed to come. Don't be afraid of what others think. Come right now. Come right now.
What are you waiting for? Come. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the Holy Spirit being with us this morning. Thank you that you keep your word this morning. Somebody hear me today. Thank you that you keep your word. That who shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, thank you for loving my mama. And for loving us. Lord, I thank you for this house today. As it is, it mean good to be in here, Lord. Lord, for the commitments that we made, let this not be a feeling, but a life change. Because this world needs more than anything ever right now is a good Christian mother. One that don't lie. One that don't gossip. One that don't tread around in places that she don't belong. A good Christian mother is what this world needs. It's what your family needs, Mama. And I believe in all my heart that is who you are today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. You may be seated one time. Amen.